Another fun show today. Am I wrong? Conquered the old question of what do you do with shared food in the break room? It was a, uh, a battle. I don't know if we got to the bottom of it, but uh, we covered some ground. Uh, we also had a ton of fun with misconnections. Right. Well, Santa love. One of my favorite breaks was your uh, story about the sword. Yeah. <laughs> Just right. ended up being really funny. It was a, Man, it was a fun show today. And it all kicked off with my Christmas shame. <laughs> That'll be in the bonus track at the end of the podcast, but it all starts right now. A crime against humanity was committed at Leighton Broadcasting yesterday mm-hmm. in the form of... All right, so there was some some Christmas cookies in the kitchen. It looked like someone brought in homemade cookies. Now, it's important to mention that they're homemade because that adds a little to the and they, issue. And all different varieties. They, had, right. they even had my favorites. And maybe I shouldn't say this because I feel like this is going to incriminate me. Mm-hmm. But my favorites are the ones with the Hershey Kiss on top. Interesting. Pressed into the cookie. I think those cookies are trash. Just like, so we're clear. I here. like. See, I'm all. Th- those are my favorite too. Mm. Uh oh. Now the, the interesting. <laughs> hey, hey. hey, stop writing things down. <laughs> <laughs> because one of those cookies yesterday, and Brian Riley, you called this to everyone's attention. Yep. Had a crescent moon shape out of it. Oh yeah. As if someone had taken, and you can see a picture of this on our social media right now. It's on the Kelly Wood page, and I put it on there. I don't think there's. I don't think that's a crescent moon. Bite you at think, all. You think someone broke off a chunk of it to I, eat it? I believe that it either broke off on its own or someone broke off a little part of it. I take a strong stance against taking partial food from the break room because I think that you're robbing someone else of their experience when you do that. I'm against cutting donuts in half. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely against taking a bite out of a cookie and putting it back in the tin or whatever. Yeah. But someone did that in this very in this very building, and we are being accused of it. One of us is being accused of it. All of a sudden, yeah, comments yesterday. This has to this this looks like Woods work. No way, no <laughs> way. Uh, other people texting in already on the Facebook picture. It broke. It would take a lot of huevos for someone to bite it and leave it. You don't know people we work with, right? Yeah, we're we we work in radio. Anyone tries to do a bit out of anything, right? Now, it, it, might been, it might have been one of the other radio stations. Like, ha ha, I'm going to take a bite out of this and put it back. Potentially. Sarah right. has a good point here. She says, it's a break. No way do you bite that cookie and not take the chocolate kiss. That's right. Stance. Question. Comment. Thing about that. Yes. People can make those cookies two ways. Either it's the peanut butter cookie with the Hershey's kiss or a sugar cookie. Mm-hmm. And the bake the, they bake the same way and they look the same. So my thought is, somebody's taking a bite wondering, is it peanut butter? Is it sugar cookie? Right. Takes the bite. Go, nope. Not, not my brand. Put it back. Maybe they're allergic to peanut butter like my baby girl Murphy. Right. Well, well, then it would be on the floor next right, to it. And this crime have, would be solved. Right, we'd have a body to go along with the evidence. <laughs> I don't know. I, to me, I think that someone just... Bro- I think this cookie may have even broken off, and now we're just looking for a crime that wasn't even committed. That could be, but I don't like all the accusations being thrown around. I'm you, you, you See, this is the deal. You're not used to being accused. <laughs> If anything goes wrong in this building, I am instantly. Well, it doesn't even matter the crime. I, if, if booze gets stolen in this building, <laughs> I am uh, I am right there at the very top. Of and you the don't suspects. even drink, right? Well, how about this though? You did commit somewhat of a crime yesterday in the break room. Where I think I think we need to boil this down. What is the rule for break room food? Because yesterday, that what do you call that stuff? Puppy chow? What was that stuff that saw? Oh yeah, put, oh, puppy yeah. chow. The 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 checks mix with the powdered sugar yeah, on it. Puppy mm-hmm. chow. I'm. sure that was meant for everybody, (laughs) and you took the whole bag. Why would it be for everybody? 
because it was a decent-sized bag of puppy chow. <laughs> it wasn't decent. That was maybe 8 ounces, and 10 you, ounces. And if you weren't embarrassed, why did you walk in with it hidden in your clothing? Because <laughs> I didn't want to catch strays as I walked. <laughs> now, but here's my deal. Do you, That's not a shared communal food because everyone puts in their dirty little disgusting hands. But if you dumped it in grab a Grab some. That's the argument, too. You don't put your dirty hands in a pile of cookies and then go, you know what, I don't want it, and then you throw it back. <laughs> Interesting counterpoint. How about this? Same with donuts. To cut the donut, you have to touch the part that you're probably not even going to eat. And leave that in the donut. I'm very much against cutting How donuts. What are your knife skills where you have to hold something? I'm cut. talking about here at work. Show me a sharp knife in this building and I'll stab you with it. Because I don't think there's a single one. I don't think there's a single one in this building. Yeah, I mean, they're... they're but you, you just press a little harder. Well, we need to, this is, you know what, in the season, in the holiday season where a lot of people are bringing homemade treats into work mm-hmm. and things like that, we need to get to the bottom. What is the rule for sharing food? All right, text rolling in here. Uh, those cookies are not trash. Take it back, Wood. I won't. I'll stand by it. Wood probably double dips, too. Come on now. I'll flip it around and double no, dip. He would, just, he would take all the dips so no one else got any. No, is what you, Wood would do. You dip the one side, you bite, then you flip it around right. and go with the virgin I'm okay side. with that, with the mozzarella sticks, too, because you can't. Right, you can't get enough marinara. Right, so you bite one thing. side, flip it, put a clean side and in. before you're in text in, why don't you just put it on your plate? No. no. Who has that much time? Yeah, it needs, well, it needs to be in a bowl, too. Otherwise, you got no resistance. Uh, no, that absolutely what is right. I think that is a break. No one would do that. I, I, that's These what are I'm what, saying. comments on the Facebook page? I'm going back and forth. People are texting in and putting it up okay. on the Facebook page. So they're coming back and forth. Well, let's get some calls and texts about this. Okay. What is the rule for sharing food in the break room? I say... Absolutely not. And I don't feel bad about taking that entire bag of puppy chow. <laughs> By the way, you both had some. Well, yeah. Point oh, the finger at me. I'll be the bad guy. You know why we had some? Because after you had eaten 98% of the bag, you're like, all right, take this away from me. I've had too much. I did plow through a lot of it. <laughs> I, won't, I won't hide from that fact. <laughs> How about you? Okay, we got, uh, we got someone sitting on hold. Would you ever do something like that, take a bite out of a cookie, and then put it back? Gross, no. Yeah. Thank you. Tell me, okay, what is the rule then? Because I don't, now there's one time that I cut a donut in half, only because it was the size of a hubcap, and it had bacon and maple syrup on it. I was like, I can't eat this whole thing. But what is the rule on dividing up food in the break room? I mean, I think almost everybody cuts donuts just because they are trying. They're trying to be smart, but really, they're just going to go back to the other half anyway, (laughs) right? Or what if somebody (laughs) else? What if somebody else wants the whole donut, and now you've just robbed them of their experience? Either take the whole thing or don't take any of it. Yeah, get out the box. Hey, Natasha's serious about this, man. I'm saying a donut's okay. If you cut it, it's okay. But a cookie's a different. uh, That's a different crumble. Yeah, if you take a bite of a cookie and you don't like it, just throw it away. Yes. And you would never take a bite out of a donut and put it back in the thing. You would cut it maybe with a knife. Never. But you're not taking a bite because then your teeth are all rubbing against it and your lips. Right. Gross. And the only cookies, the only cookies you're allowed to cut are those from that freaking crumble place. They're delicious, but they're ginormous. Yeah. And if you read the calorie intake, like the whole cookie is basically like three days worth of calories. <laughs> this is this is one instance where size definitely matters. Because if it's one hundred percent, if it's too big, you're allowed to take it down in pieces. <laughs> yes. All right, let's clean it up. Thank you, Tasha, for that call. Let's clean it up just a little bit. But we do have a lot of texts coming in. We'd love to get some more calls on this, and we will get to the bottom of it before the holiday season is over. Your rules for sharing food at work. Oh, shoot, we talked longer than I thought there. Hold on a second, Wood. Come on. All right. right. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's smooth radio right there. All right, keep the calls, keep the text coming. Kelly and Wood. After a bite was taken out of a cookie and then put back in the cookie tin. Alleged bite. Alleged bite. And I think we're coming to the conclusion that maybe it wasn't a bite, but we have decided that what is the rule for taking food from the break room, partial pieces of food from the break room. And uh, we got a lot of messages on the Kellywood Facebook page under the picture of said cookie. And he says that's an absolute break. Uh, two reasons. It's too straight. And second, anyone who takes a bite and leaves the chocolate, just a quitter. <laughs> Last science. I'll, I'll go along with that. Uh, other people texting in, they're also very upset with my double dipping technique. Jason says that's disgusting. No, no double dipping in public. Your fingers were on the so-called clean part the first dip. All right. That's worse than your mouth. Guys, the, the chef's hands were on your food, too. Like but it's, chef's wash. Well, so you don't? At times. I know where <laughs> I've been. all right. I know where my things got. Next time we go to the bar, I know who not to eat after. Well, and you always like to share food, too. You say, always... Aren't we sharing a pizza on Thursday night at the Kellywood Christmas party? Not anymore, party? we're not. <laughs> well, that's fine. But so a lot of other people saying, you know, this absolutely looks. But no one is on your side when it comes to if you cut... If you cut something in half, it's fine to take half of it. You've no, cut it. You've, but you've robbed somebody else of the whole thing. That's then. ridiculous. What if I want the whole donut now? You've taken half. Do you eat an entire pizza by yourself? Sometimes. <laughs> Not since I got on Livia. But <laughs> the, day, the day before I started with Livia, I ate a whole pizza in my car on the way home. Yeah. And just shame. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, let's take a couple of nice. let's take a couple of calls here, real quick. You think you know who it was? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's up? I have an idea. Who took who took a piece of the cookie? Okay. okay. Jack snuck in there from uh, New Fire and uh, got a piece and ran right away. I'm sorry. We now got we have <laughs> what, what JFK level of conspiracy are we going to here with this? <laughs> Jack, the security guard. <laughs> all right, that's one theory. Yeah, that's one. Put that on the. It, all theories are accepted at this point. Thank you. All right, so, what did you say happens at your job? At my work, people get written up for taking partial food out of the break room. Good lord! <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's wrong. How else are you going? <laughs> wrong. How else are you going to stop it? How else are you going to stop people from taking? Because here, because with the, with a okay, I think we've ruled that it's not a bite that was taken out of that cookie in our break room. I think right? we can all agree. I think we can all agree with that. But there is still a rash of people taking partial food out of our break room, and how are you ever going to stop it unless you get written up for it? We have heard about your write up literally for two and a half years. Yeah, you want to start throwing these around for somebody taking a half a cookie? Because I would never take partial food out of it. So have you ever done it? Have you ever? Would you ever take a, a half of a donut out of the break room? I, I mean, I've, I've been hungry at times, and I, I have been guilty of taking food out of the break room. But not Walk par- free, my friend! But not partial food, because now you're under threat of a write-up. Uh, I mean, they don't know who's calling. <laughs> well, that's fine. I I I think that well, when we talk to Brian Zenzen tomorrow, new policy at Layton Broadcasting: steal partial food out of the break room, no get way. written up. All right, thanks for the call, man. No we way. appreciate it. No, look, come on, look. You guys keep saying there's no way that anyone took a bite out of it, mm-hmm. right? We also are talking about Wood yesterday. He did steal the puppy chow, all of it. That and was meant for everybody. Not stealing it was put in a bag. And then to there go. was the time that he took M and M's out of a jar for uh, United Way <laughs> in the right. break room. 
That's right. Wow, we're really gonna put my business out there. <laughs> so all I'm saying, I forgot. It was a it was a guess how many M and M's are in this jar thing. And <laughs> kept taking a handful. <laughs> I walked by. I will admit, I did not read the sign. It. I did find it curious that the top was taped shut. I was going to say the top was taped shut. <laughs> I undid the tape, reached in, and took a handful of M&Ms out, put it back, and taped it back. <laughs> and then a company-wide email did go out that said, someone take them, and I said, yeah, you may want to knock off 20 or so off the toll. <laughs> I do feel bad about that. <laughs> you should. But again, you put it out there for everyone to have some. I had some. It wasn't for it anyone. Was, it literally said, do no not one, take. No it's, one was. <laughs> the side was bigger than the jar. No one was supposed to have some of that. I don't read around candy. I'm, I'm very open with this fact. <laughs> These people are looking show. for love. I love it. We'll help them find it. Yeah. It's Misconnections with Kelly and Wood. Wood has scoured the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but didn't quite make it. We use 100,000 watts of radio power to thrust them back together well here's a leo it says am i on santa's naughty or nice list mm. female for male oh that don't happen often dear santa first of all i will admit it i'm a chubby chaser i love the xl dad bod and maybe i have a thing for the color red too lol that is funny isn't it but I saw you at business name here. I'm not going to put anyone's business out there. Talking with the kids, finding out what they wanted leading up to Christmas. As Santas will do. I know that this is your busiest time of year, but I could see those steel blue eyes underneath those cheetah glasses. And I knew that Santa needs some TLC. Now. So, I don't know what you and Mrs. Claus' situation is. But I'm the older blonde who asked you for you under my Christmas tree on Christmas morning. Gross. LOL. The LOLs don't make it any better, just so she knows. I'm not kidding. If you read this, make my wish come true. And be under her tree? Oh, my. I believe that's called a burglar. Do, do Santa's helpers get hit on very often? I don't know. It's a very unflattering look. I don't think... I don't think so at all. Okay. I'm saying, to, you know, to end up on misconnections, I'm saying. Well, yeah. But I mean, hey, you know, shoot, but Miss Miss Claus is a fantastic lady. Don't you dare. Coming down your chimney. Oh. Sir. Well, this this one, if anybody knows anybody, I mean, this one is pretty specific. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you say? Well, yeah. So if you're a Santa's helper and... Mm-hmm. Some lady was hitting on you. But I think Santa knows, and she's on the naughty list. Yeah. He's, Luke can all agree there, right? He's making a list and checking it twice. Oh. And you tried, Wood. I will. You're Santa's helper's helper. It's that time of year. It certainly is. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you'll have another one for us next week. Oh. When we do a little something called Mist. Kelly and Wood. We have your trash flash coming up in just a couple of minutes. Honestly, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. This is out of uh, San Diego. A sword swallower, Scott Nelson, also known as Mergen the Mystic. Oh, sweet. Was hospitalized after his stunt went wrong. 
He was nearly all the way through his act at Six Flags America on Halloween night after performing his five-sword-swallowing stunt. Sword? He started feeling sick. He said he knew he was in trouble when his chest felt full and he couldn't breathe. You think? Well, guess what? The paramedics rushed him to the hospital. Doctors found out that the five swords had scissored his abdominal cavity while piercing the lobe of his liver. Jeez. One sword also penetrated his esophagus and his lung. What the heck? Holy cow. Do you guys remember that clip from QVC? This is old, old, old. This is like one of the first viral videos ever. Mm-mm. And I, I'm going to pull it up real quick. That dude was slapping a sword yes. on the on the table, and it, the tip busted <laughs> off and stabbed him right in the stomach? Yes. Hold, I, I, hear, I got it. I think it, the, the sound may be all you need to hear on this one. And the nice thing about these practice katanas... Oh, that hurt. <laughs> oh, that hurt big time. A uh, piece of that, just the tip. Just I like how he's still deal. talking in QVC coat. He's no. still selling. No. Oh, that got me good. <laughs> yeah, a piece of that tip just got me. I like when the cameraman comes out. Oh, Folks, right now, we uh, may need emergency surgery in the studio. <laughs> That's like the cameraman comes out. Too bad the Flex Seal guy wasn't coming on next. <laughs> <laughs> Slap that bad boy shut. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Nielsville, North Dakota, population 87. And we have one of those 87, Chelsea, on the phone with something about her little town. Chelsea, what is Nielsville known for? As far as I know, nothing. (laughs) There's no gas station, the bars are closed. We have one post office. Well, plenty of room to grow then, Chelsea. And that's why Nielsville, North Dakota gets today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. All right, can you name the famous ho, the ho 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 from your famous Christmas movies? Ah. I right, I have three for you here, Wood. Okay. Brian Riley, I want you to get in on this one because I'm a little right. bit worried that Wood won't know these because you're not a big Christmas movie guy. No. But these are all just... Famous ho ho hoes from Christmas movies. All right, let's okay. see if you can get this one. Which is the? Oops, hold on. Let me. I, all right, I shouldn't have played this Christmas music. Hold on a second. All right, here we go. Now I got it for you. All right, here we go. Ho, ho, ho. Do you know what that's from? I have no idea. Text in if you know which which movie this is from right here. If, if I must say, one of the best, like, newer Christmas movies to come out in the past five years. Oh, because I was going to guess, like, some old one. No, there, there's your hint. It's like, it, I, I think maybe it came out four years ago. Great movie. All right. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to go with Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way! Yes. No, that movie came out, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we actually just watched that the other day. It's cool to see Minneapolis in that. Brian Riley, do you know what, what ho, ho, ho that is? That sounds like Kurt Russell, the uh, Christmas Chronicles. Dang, Brian Riley nails it on that one. That is the Christmas Chronicles. Well, thank you very much. I have no idea what that even is. That's what Kurt Russell in it. Dude, it's, it's on you Netflix. You sure you don't mean Tim Allen? No, I don't mean Tim Allen. I know the difference. <laughs> okay. It's on uh, It's on Netflix. I'm serious. It's one of the best. It's really good. And, and, and a very unique take on Santa Claus. All right. So I definitely recommend checking that one out. How about this one right here? Did you hear that? Now, Woods, you have taken a strong stance actually against this movie, so I don't know if you've ever made it to the part where Santa Claus actually appears in it. Well, it sounds like Tom Hanks, so like Buzz Lightyear. And what's that movie? It's the uh, Polar Express. Ultimate Response? Yeah. 
That is hey! very good. Nice job on that one. I was going to guess that. That's a good one. But that Tom Hanks is saying on that movie? Tom like Hanks is characters. Yeah, he's like the conductor. He's the father. He's Santa Claus. Because in the movie, the, you're not you're not quite sure if the kid is having a dream or not. So Tom Hanks, who plays his dad, is also Santa Claus and the train conductor. All right, it's a good movie, man. I'm surprised you can, don't yeah, like it. Can I say that people that don't like that movie should give it a second go? I understand that it kind of weirds you out because mm. animation wasn't quite where it is today. So it looks like they're kind of real kids, but they're not, and their eyes look flat. So there is some things that are kind of off putting on it. It's haunting. But all in all, to me, a phenomenal movie. I feel like there's enough Christmas movies out there. I don't got to go back for it. <laughs> so I guess the Christmas Chronicles don't stand a chance, though. Sure, I'll watch it. All right, and here's the final one. You guys should know this one. Ho, ho, ho. Do you know that one, Wood? I, did you do it for me? Is well, this Die Hard? No, no. no. Is there, guys, a, is oh, there yeah. a Santa in that movie? Well, I mean, no. he says ho, ho, ho. So Ho, ho. Oh, that no. sounds like he's got a submachine gun strapped to his arm. Not Die Hard. Oh. Brian Riley, I bet you know that one. Yeah, it's my favorite one. What's that? A Christmas Story. Yeah, A Christmas Story. Oh, I've never watched that one. That mall Santa is hilarious. Man. What a <laughs> great scene that is. Mm. Well, what, what'd you get? One, one out of three? That's not bad. Right, Brian Riley, three out of three on that one. Yeah, well, Buzz Lightyear saved me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Yeah, Everett, if you're listening, I could use the help big time. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just me, so thank you. Thank you, sir. Shout out to you in school. <laughs> <laughs> this is about Snake Island in Brazil. Have you ever heard of this island before? Mm. No. This, no. This island is filled with so many pit vipers and golden lance head snakes that it is illegal to visit this island. Now, they don't know how the population exploded. They're guessing that the second that the snakes started, you know, overtaking the people, people couldn't be there anymore. And now there's no one checking the snakes and they're just mating and having venomous snakes, venomous snakes Ooh. like crazy on this island. Mm. So it's illegal to go there. You have to get the government's permission to do it. And you have to have a valid reason for going there, which I can't think of any. Why I'd want to ever go to a place called Snake Island. Unless you're making boots or something. 90% before they started outlawing people going there. 90% of Brazilian snake, light, snake bite related fatalities came from this island. It was that dangerous. And the pictures are as horrifying as you can imagine. Like, snakes are just hanging from trees and just chilling on cliffs. And go- How do they have enough of a food supply to continue to live? Well, do they eat each other? Maybe. I, at this point in time, I think you'd have to. It's very possible that they're eating each other at this point. Ooh. But the, the pictures are absolutely horrifying. It looks like... Did you just look up a picture? Yeah, I just look... It's like... Think of it like your shrubbery in the front yard right. with snakes, snakes. intertwined. <laughs> but like it's made of snakes. <laughs> intertwined. It's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. And that's why they made it illegal to go there. I mean, you, you would probably die if you even just set foot on that eye. Because don't snakes sense vibration, too? Like, can't, don't they know? No, that was Kevin Bacon's tremors. <laughs> well, I, think, <laughs> I think they ripped that right from the pages of snake biology. Now, what eats snakes? Uh, I mean, obviously, maybe possibly other snakes, as we're quickly learning. Humans. Humans eat snakes. Mm, uh, wow. like, like cats, like big cats. Like, like tigers? Yeah, ti- like, tigers. Or, or like panthers and things like that in the Everglades. So if I let a couple pumas loose on this island... No, they had no they chance. Wouldn't, they would not, they would not stand, stand a, a chance. chance. You would have to... 
You would have to let hundreds of pumas go on this island. And then what do I get on the island to get rid of pumas? To get rid of the pumas, and now all of a sudden you have yourself a Jurassic Park situation. Mm-hmm. So in other words, this island's a scrap. It's a snake island now. Mm. And it'll stay that way. Gross. Thank, thank God it's an island and not like a city where they can get out, too. Yeah. Oh, my God forbid if they learn to swim. They might. Certain snakes can swim, right? right. Like Could a water imagine? moccasin? Could you imagine they evolve into swimming snakes and now they're like going to just infest over Brazil and then South America? And they come toast. here. Nah, hey, that's what we got a navy for. Well, and thank God we live where it's so cold. Yeah, there's no way they're coming. They'll our make way. it to like Missouri and then they'll freeze to death. Thank God. <laughs> Cowards. Yeah. <laughs> Quitters, if Ooh. you will. So I thought that one was interesting, and as soon as your son is ready to shoot those over to me, I'm ready. Uh, Kristen and Chris, ball texting in. Oh my God, this is an awful story, but hey. Uh, you brought it today. I, thank you. That's solid. That's the only one I got for this week that's halfway decent. So like I said, if your son's ready to send me a text with new ones, Ooh. by all means. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you got the heapy-cheapies from mm-hmm. it. Either way, I'm going to have another one for you tomorrow <laughs> and the day after that because this is what I do. And a little something called ha 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 it's a bang. Alright, Whittle now gives the story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and we'll put it up on that trashy scale. We're headed to Florida! Texas, my friend! Southwestern trash. That's where we got ourselves a house for sale. Well, the realtor had a scheduled showing for the day of this unoccupied home. But she found a lot more than a possible sale when she showed up. The problem was when she got there, there was a car in the driveway. She figured that's kind of weird because the sellers were, or the buyers, possible buyers, were with her. So she got out the phone, called 911, and went inside anyways. Oh, God, that's dangerous. Well, when she walked inside, she started hollering, but heard nothing. When she got to the backyard, she noticed that there were two people in the pool naked. As you can imagine, they weren't just swimming. They were doing some calisthenics, though. Well, deputies arrived, and at this point in time, the female tried to flee the scene. Now, will they be cleaning the filter before we buy the house? Now you my can question. Imagine she didn't get far. In fact, she just went and ran behind the pool house in the backyard, where she believed, apparently, that that was good enough. <laughs> Well, it wasn't good enough. Deputies walked over and quickly grabbed her. Her name, Victoria Cohen. Now, the gentleman in the car, in the pool still was doing laps. Well, and he, quote... He's got to cool down. ...toward the authorities. I wasn't doing anything wrong. What's your problem? Well, they went ahead and got him out of the pool. His name was Joshua Jones. And they said, hey, all these clothes, are these yours? Yes, sir, they are. Well, they searched the clothes where they found a baggie with... Methamphetamine. <laughs> that's why they were swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, he said, oh, yeah, that's mine. And I'm still doing nothing wrong. He also mentioned that the rules of yours don't apply to me and believe that he was a free person of the state. Okay. Uh, that didn't fly. She was arrested for trespassing and booked into jail on $250 bond while he was arrested for trespassing and also possession of methamphetamine and other drug paraphernalia and taken to jail. All right. Well, I bet that happens a lot. I bet you realtors pull up on a house and like in a hot place like Texas mm-hmm. and people are just in the pool because they know it's a vacant house. 
Yeah. Oh, but, God, that pool's got to be nasty, though. Yeah, if you're not, like, shocking the pool and stuff, it can get funky. Our neighbor in Georgia, like, didn't do anything to their pool when they moved out. Yeah. It was, like, green. Ugh. Yeah. No, thanks. Something tells me this couple wasn't really concerned about cleanliness. Uh, judging off their mugshot? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, let's give it a score, shall we? Come on. I'm going to say swimming in a vacant house's pool is trashy. Oh, okay. Not, like, super trashy, because if I was hot enough, I might do it, too, if it looked like it was inviting. I won't lie to you. It's fun. Right. I'll give it one to It's still trashy, though. Oh. A lot of fun things are trashy. That's true. Falling asleep in your front yard. Trashy, but mm-hmm. dang, did I didn't have fun that day. That's true. Uh, and then we have... But the, going to the rodeo in the pool. Before God and everybody. That's trashy. Yeah, have some humility. I'm going to give that 200 points. Mm-hmm. 200 sexy points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Again, then, look at the mugshot. <laughs> no. And then we have uh, the fact that she got up, thought she could just hide behind the shed. That's pretty trash. That's 150 points mm. right there. The fact that he says, I'm doing nothing wrong. That's right. I'm a man of the state or whatever the heck he Free said. Free state. I'm going to give him 150 points as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the methamphetamines. That'll get you. That's going to get you 175 on the trashy scale right there. They were both arrested, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. All right. They're both arrested. Anything else I'm missing here that's it we got close one we got so close on this one i thought the meth and the mm-hmm. rodeo i really thought we would get there today but the points are the points and i can't start making them up now that's right so today our couple going to the rodeo inside of a stranger's pool earns himself a whopping 950 points kelly and wood wood tells us about his worst favorite christmas gift of all time I just—it's already up on social. My brother's dunking on me on the reel on Facebook, but yeah, gosh, that was just so funny. I think that's all. Oh, and then, I, of course, I'm a terrible gift giver, and that's what led us into that conversation. You didn't give him a gift of a sibling, though. No, no, I did not. But uh, you'll figure out what we're talking about in our bonus track right now. It's our first break from five forty in the morning, and we tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Who's ready to have a little fun? Abigail's ready to go. She already texted in. What Abigail talking about? She said. My husband and I are on our way to the hospital to have our first baby this morning. Oh, that's awesome. Wondering if you could play Lady by Brett Young for us. Lady. I think we got to. Wait, uh, hold on. Let me grab it now because I'll forget and then we'll get to that point. How long till they get to the hospital? Can I you please know. text us and let us know how she long? She just texted in a minute ago. I just did the Lady by Lionel Richie. That's probably not the one they want. I would assume Lady. not. I think Kenny Rogers did it too. Lady by Brett Young. I think that's a slow song, but hey, you know what? You know what, though? We, we can change it up. If you guys. have made a human... And you're about to drop it? Right. Oh, my God. Do we not have Lady by Brett Young? How do we not? Oh, for Pete's sake. This is good radio. This is a good start to the show. I hope you know what you've done to us, Abigail. There it is, Lady. We'll do that as our first song. Can can she just give us, like, maybe 12 minutes on that? She said an hour or so. Oh, damn. You got a long ride to the hospital. Yeah, do them Lamaze. Actually, I don't think they do Lamaze anymore. I don't think so either. Did anybody ever actually do Lamaze, or was it just in sitcoms? I, I think so. But, Abigail, I just want to tell you and your husband... I wish him luck if he's left leg. Oh, for the love of Pete. Just saying, it's the most important position. I thought you were going to say name him Matt. I'm like, yeah, super generic. Awesome. Matt, Matt. It's kind of played out. Wood, though. <laughs> a little played out. Wood is a first name would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, hey, no, you know what this dude's all about right when he walks through the door. It'd either be a fighter pilot, middle <laughs> linebacker. If it's a girl, it's a tough ride. But watch yourself. You're not that. We're not, not that, that kind, kind of show. show. Come on, man. Think about this. We're already off to a great show. A, 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 a life has joined us. That's right. And when I was... brainwashed. When I was in Duluth, I had maybe... With your best friend, Sean? Yes. The sugariest 
of treats I've ever had in my entire life. Like there's a, there's like a little like chocolate shop there. Yeah. Hit it up. They had like this apple pie cinnamon or whatever uh caramel apple. Okay. Had a little bite. It was the best thing I ever had. I told Andrew, I said, look, I've, I've got to get this. It was like $9. For a caramel apple? For a caramel apple. Damn. I got this thing. I ate maybe half of it. And I like I needed to sit down. And that's surprising because you like your desserts. I do. You're a dessert guy. When we were in New York, mm-hmm. I was shocked. I love my sweets, but holy Hannah, was, was that just... It was it was too much sugar. That's that's a bold statement. Well, you know, because I don't eat much. Whoever right? brought, whoever brought those sugar cookies in the other day that had the Wild Country logo on them. Yes, two bites of that, and I was like, whoa, that's sugar. But I love sugar cookies. This is my favorite time of year because Christmas cookies with the, the with the icing that's you know just powdered sugar that's colored and all of that. Yeah, and then you put it on the sprinkles. No, you're right. It, it's a top-tier cookie. It's tough to not put on weight during the holidays because of the sweets. Well, without a doubt. Because they're just always around. There's always a cookie here, and a pie there. My body processes sugar different. Right. With my bypass, yes. I don't have the intestines length <laughs> to absorb all that sugar. Right. Let me tell you, brother. It's a wild scene. It hits different. <laughs> I don't know what cocaine is like, but I got to imagine it's pretty close to taking a bite out of that caramel apple <laughs> with a gastric bypass. Let it Let's go to Bentonville. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, woo. Anybody want to go push a ship? I'm like, all right. Let's get that out of Andrea's. Let's go swimming. Uh, but I was. Co- Speaking of cookies, I think we're going to have to talk about something in the seven o'clock hour about cookies that went down in this building yesterday. Uh, something nasty, too. And you and I were accused. I know. I want my name cleared, but we'll get to all that. What, what I'm being accused of goes against everything I believe in, too, and I'm not even making that up. That's the dang truth. Uh, also, want to get back to Abigail? Want to seriously wish you good luck going Heck into yeah, your... Man. Do you remember going for your children to the hospital? Oh, 100%. I remember, because my wife, the first one was going to be induced. Okay. Uh, Presley was going to be induced, and I remember sitting in the parking lot of the hospital, just like, this is, like, life is never going to be the same as it is right at this moment. Yeah. And then, you know, my wife was like, <laughs> she was like, I just need a second before we go in there. Now, I, I think I'm allowed to ask this. Both yes. of your children were C-section, right? Yes. My wife has very narrow hips. Thanks for bringing that up. I'll be honest with you. As a female, yeah, that would scare me more than natural birth. I, well, okay. Now, you're, granted, I haven't pushed anything right. out. Now, you were left leg, though, and you're I, very proud of it. But that's... That's Battlefield. I don't talk about that stuff. It's like when I try to ask my grandpa about World War II. You don't ask about left right. Well, You just do it. I don't know. The, the only thing about a C-section is, and I don't, again, we're, we're way out of our depth here talking about this. Because you don't go under for that, right? No, they just numb you from like the waist down. No, thanks. Which was crazy. Right. Because it's like, my wife, I mean, she was pretty doped up, though. Mm-hmm. Because they gave her, like, because she was going to have it natural. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the baby wasn't, I don't remember what exactly what happened. Like, the baby wasn't coming out. Mm-hmm. Presley said, no, I'm, I'm chilling for I a like while. I like it here. Right. And so, and then they were like, uh, you know what, the hips, ne- whatever. But uh, I, my wife was so doped up that it was like I was trying to have a conversation with her, but it wasn't working. And I was just, you know, panicked. Yeah. But it was weird because I heard, and I don't want to be gross, but you can hear it, obviously. Yeah. And then I turned around and saw it, mm-hmm. and that was a mistake. That well, was honest to God a mistake, because I was like, 
I was gobsmacked by what I saw. Of what they're going on down there. Right. It was, uh, well, it was when they were cleaning Presley off, and they say, don't turn around. Right. But well, when you tell somebody, it's like, don't look down. Mm. And I turned around, I was like, whoa. Yum, Muhammad. Yeah, that's a lot. Now, see, Andrew's the exact opposite. When we went in, and I'm not trying to scare you, Abigail. Trust me, your no. doctors will be fantastic. Right. And when we went in, she went from whatever centimeters to... It's go time right Wide away. Open. Let's go to the point of we. They even said like, look, if we give you uh, what is it, epidural right now, it won't kick in. It's too late until it's already happened. Then it's a nightmare for you to get out of here. You just got to grin and bear this. And so, Andrew, her down, huh? I, I, honest to God, I, I've said it the day after, and I've said it every day since. Women are superheroes when it comes to this stuff. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It boggles them. I've seen this stuff. Yeah. I've seen pictures and then, you know, all this stuff. I, yeah. It still doesn't make sense to me, right? I remember a video they showed us when we were like in the fifth grade of a child being born. And we were, I was way too young to see something Seems like that. Seems like it. But we were going through sex education, sex mm-hmm. ed. And I remember like seeing that video and I was like, what? Scared you straight. Like, that's how it all goes down. I was in the fifth grade. I didn't know what the hell was going on down there. Probably knocked some of those girls in line real quick. <laughs> but I, I, I leaned down to Andrea. And so when she was, like, doing the pushing, you know, it would be like, she'd go, you know, she's screaming and everything. And yeah. then when she would stop, when they'd be like, all right, stop. Yeah. She would just, like, lay down, nothing. And, like, one time I kind of leaned down. And I'm, hey, you're doing great. And she didn't even open her eyes. She just goes... Shut the bleep up. Get out of my face. I was like, all right. I'm going to head back down to left leg. Can do. Can do. And I'm telling you, I was just along for the ride. I just, I mean, I felt terrible because, you know, obviously she was going through it. But, and then Murphy, I mean, I don't, because Everett has a gigantic head. Yeah. I'm guessing like a good fullback. Right. He cleared just the way. Blasted it out there. <laughs> Murphy just might as well came out like on one of those slides where you came to take one of those corners too hot. <laughs> she beat you guys home. She came out so fast. We, we got to the hospital. Like, literally, we we dropped off. Uh, no, we didn't drop anything off. Like, my, my sister in law was home, and Andrea said, Look, it, it's go time. Yeah. We get to the hospital. We walked in, and they even said they kind of propped her up and said, here we go. I, it's it's time to start pushing. That's wild, man. And sure enough, here comes Murph. Those are those are awesome memories too. Like yeah, like my son came a month early, so I remember I was I was living in Corpus Christi at the time. My wife was in Austin, and I was commuting on Mondays and Fridays. And I was I was just about to head back to Corpus Christi, and my wife was like, "Something isn't right." Mm. I was like, "Well, let's run to the hospital then." And then, sure enough, Vincent was born. And then two weeks later, I drove to Corpus Christi and just quit. Yeah, I was like, "I'm not going to live four hours from my family." It's tough. I was like, "This is stupid." My poor wife is back there taking care of a newborn, and I'm down here. Yeah, I was just like, "This is dumb." So I just walked away from a job. That was crazy. Well, congratulations to you, Abigail. You guys will do great. I don't Heck you yeah. know, whatever you name the kid. What's cool, but you know, no, it's not. Do it whatever There's you nothing want. Cool about wood it's like the most uh, uh, mad sir did you say mad or wood i said wood okay i wasn't paying attention to you talking uh, yeah I, I, that was the, and honestly that's why i got called wood is because i grew up and there were always like four other mats in my class yeah. my n- middle name's ryan by the way my social security number is <laughs> well especially being catholic i'm guessing matthew is a pretty popular name and there were always like three ryan so i couldn't go by my middle name so everyone just called me woody and it just always well, stuck. That makes sense. Uh, Hope texting, it's almost like you fall asleep between pushing. I At bet. least it feels like it. Because you're probably just so exhausted. Well, your body's probably just like, hey, I need oh all my, my energy for everything else. Isn't that crazy? Like, think about it. Just break it. We got to do sports here in a second. But just break it down for a second. In that one day, mm-hmm. a brand new human being who's going to have 
a lifetime of experiences came into the world through your wife. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Like, it just doesn't, it boggles the mind, man. And you were there right. on left leg that whole time. I wasn't even on left leg. I was there just like, what do I do? I knew you weren't. I was. <laughs> right. That's why I was on the front lines. You want me to man the scalpel or what What can I do here? It's like, Doc. Congratulations to our new parents who texted in earlier on the way to the hospital. Such an amazing thing you guys are in for, man. That's right. The hardest job you'll ever love. Oh. That's what I say. Wood, I think I did it, man. I think I've figured out a gift for my wife this year. Now, I am notoriously a bad gift giver. Horrific. Uh, we, we bring up the story of the weather tech floor mats I bought my wife. We don't think we need to bring that up again. I still think those are good. So do I. And then there's the blanket that mm-hmm. I got her for her birthday. But you have to understand, when I bought her that blanket, we were dirt poor. I didn't have two pennies to rub together. So even getting the money for a blanket... And and we had just moved to to the Don't go back. Hold on. Don't go back. <laughs> we had just moved to the Midwest and she was always cold, you mm-hmm. know, being from Texas. She was always cold. I thought, here's a nice heavy blanket, which by the way, sir, mm-hmm. is still the family's favorite blanket. It you gets- know you know I love you, man. <laughs> I love your family. Right. That gift still sucks, man. <laughs> just move on. Just move on. So I'm I'm a little bit in a panic this year because we got what, 13, 12 days till Christmas. Twelve shopping days left. And I don't I'm pretty I'm pretty blind right now as to what to get my wife. And I was thinking today, like, what does she always want? What, you know, what? And here, tell me what you think about this. Okay. What about, for my wife, I pay for a year's Costco membership? Did you keep the receipt on that blanket? Maybe you can go back and get another. <laughs> Good Lord. That's bad? My wife, yeah. always, my wife is always like, and here's why I thought about it. We are going through an insane amount of toilet paper at my house these days. Mm-hmm. You know, you got... You got four people living there, right? And we're eating all the time. Mexican diet, I get it. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. so toilet paper is in high demand in my house, and I thought, dang it, I'm sick of buying toilet paper all the time. And then the thought, pro- the thought bubble started. Hey, Costco is where you can get. My wife has always wanted a Costco membership. Boom! Merry Christmas. Now, again, this is nothing against Costco. Nothing wrong with going in and getting a slice of pizza and a hot dog and all that. They got food there. Oh yeah, and it's super cheap. It's not a present, man. It's not a present. What are you going to give your kids? Water? (laughs) No. A place to live? (laughs) Hey, hey, kids, you know what you got for Christmas this year? Lunch. Go turn the lights on. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Dad, you run around putting bows on all the light switches? Okay, then tell me this, and maybe somebody can text in and help. What is wrong with it? Shelly said no to Costco. Yeah. But what is wrong with it? Why, why, does, why doesn't this compute in my brain what makes a bad gift? You're buying goods and services, not presents. There's a difference. So the, the WeatherTech floor mats. Mm-hmm. I still think those are quality. That was, again, because we had moved to a place. She wasn't used to snow and salt and dirt getting in the car. Right. And she loved our van that I totaled last summer. And I thought, this will protect the van that you love so much. You should have just bought that as a thing, not, not a present. A present is supposed to be something like they would not buy themselves because it's too nice or something like that. I even wrapped it up. I even wrapped them up. And it was a bad wrapping job. You ever wrapped floor mats before? No. It's not easy. Again, I don't know if anyone has that hasn't been given it to their boss. or Jennifer says, no, 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 no. I, I, okay, guys, mm. I, I don't get gifts then. I don't understand what the purpose is. Obviously. Uh, to me, it's something you wouldn't buy yourself. My wife has wanted a Costco membership forever, mm-hmm. but she won't pull the trigger on it. So just go buy her one. Right. So, Merry not Christmas. as a present. No, no. <laughs> And, and they, by the way, they do have fantastic deals on jewelry. I feel like we're talking about the same thing here. Eh, we're close. See, like Bridget said, go ahead and get a Costco membership, but do not give it to your wife as a present. How is that a present just for her? That's true. You're right. all celebrating low prices. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
Uh, Christmas are not about gifts from Spencer. Kelly, you just give practical gifts and nothing wrong with that. Right. Spencer, I... You may need to be pulled aside, too. They have a quick talk, to about what you're getting. Uh, Vicky, if I got WeatherTech floor liners for Christmas, it's better to have a brand new vehicle attached. <laughs> okay. okay, this is an Alexis commercial. I'm not putting a big bow on Alexis in the parking lot. Jesse, line. Kelly's gifts are great. Jesse, no, they're not. Is Jesse a boy or a girl, though? How dare you? Jesse's a lady. Okay. How, how am I supposed to know? Jesse's fantastic. I'd be like a fan. If someone named Kelly texted in, I'd be like, is that a boy or a girl? If she asked for it, then get it. But that's for the family. What about I mean, this? I asked for exercise equipment and stuff for the kitchen just so I don't have to pay for it. What if I, what if I, okay, what about this, everybody who's texting in? And thank you, by the way. I do appreciate it. What if I bought a Costco membership and then bought her something from Costco? Like jewelry? They is have it, jewelry in there and they actually have pretty good deals sometimes. Is it, is it decent? Yeah. Maybe I do that. Here's a here's a necklace. That would be good. I got this with your new membership at Costco. Here's two gifts. You could maybe give her that, and then she'd be like, Mr. Kelly, no. <laughs> and then, bam, hit her with the jewelry afterwards. Right. Oh, you didn't see this one coming. And be like, yeah. And she'd be like, Dios mio. <laughs> that would actually be the old one-two skadoo punch. Let's see. Uh, so, Emily, it's like because it's not like, uh, hey, hon, I thought of you. Probably make her feel like a 1950s housewife. <laughs> I got you this vacuum at Costco. Kelly, being your wife, your wife went through so much with cancer. Get her a nice piece of jewelry. That's I would, true. I would love to get her a nice piece of jewelry, but I'm not. But you guys, yeah, hey, you beat cancer. Here's Costco gift card. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> well, now you don't have to stress out about high prices anymore. Uh, other people texted in. Uh, Amanda and uh, Anthony both have the same idea. What about a gift certificate for like a day spa appointment and then she like a manicure? Like, she doesn't like that kind of stuff. She doesn't like day spa stuff. Okay. I got her that stuff before and made that mistake. Maybe that's what it is. I'm, I'm like trigger shy now because I have bought her those foofy gifts mm-hmm. and they didn't get received well. So then I, I, I yanked the wheel to the right. Went too far the other way. Right. And I'm like, well, here, fine. If you don't like the foofy gifts, here's floor mats. Uh, Angela said, what about the membership? Then go in and get her favorite perfume. What's her favorite perfume? That's a great question. I have no idea either. I, I have hoping, no idea what my wife I was wife hoping you could tell me. <laughs> no clue what my wife wears either, so, you know. I, she rarely ever wears perfume. Oh, she smells so good. Yeah. Yes. Just natural. She yeah. always she always smells like... <laughs> you can say, don't you dare say <laughs> no, that I'm, pledge. I'm not gonna How dare you? I would, that's what you said. No, you said it. You were going to. I know. I was, I was going to say something that was insensitive. I saved So you. I pulled it back. I pumped now, the brakes. Can I ask you? You said you've been, had gotten terrible gifts. Yes. What is the worst gift you ever got? You know, I was trying to think about that, and I really can't think of anything, because you hear the gifts that I buy, Mm -hmm. so it's almost impossible to buy me a bad gift, because even if you get me something, because I was like, well, one time I got like an electronic shaver, but I loved it, because then I could shave in the car. I loved it. But that doesn't get a very close shave. No, but I, I like a little five o'clock shadow. Oh, you know, all right. It, it, it accentuates my chin line. Can I tell you what the worst gift I ever got was? I would love to. I think I've heard this story before. This was a couple years ago, and my mom and dad, we were all together for Christmas. Okay. Now, previously that year, my dad, brother, and I went on one of the greatest trips of my life. We went on this snowmobiling trip into the mountains in like Wyoming and oh, Idaho. It awesome. was the Grand Tetons. It was awesome. And we had some pictures taken there of just us. And it was just so cool. And my brother opened up this pres- his present and it was a great like framed picture of him in the mountains. Right. Now, 
You notice this when you get older that you all of a sudden you guys kind of have gifts that are all wrapped the same. Right. I saw I had the same gift, and I all right, cool. I open it up, and it is a gorgeous framed picture of my brother. <laughs> Now, I've always believed that my brother is probably the favorite. Well, he's a very handsome man. Your brother is very handsome. He's followed in my father's footsteps in yeah, his got, career. He's got money. He's handsome. And, he, you know, he's a good athlete in high school. <laughs> but I never was dunked on me like getting a framed picture of my brother. <laughs> I even turned to my mom. Did she, mean, did she mean to give one of you? I, what the hell is this? <laughs> is that not you? Mother... I was fat at the time too. How do you how do you get us? Th- I even I told her. I said I'm not even taking this home. I'm not even wasting the money that is going to cost me through airfare gasoline to fly this piece of crap home. <laughs> was the frame at least nice? I, who cares? I think I stomped it. I'm like, what do you? Who gives? Who does this? Oh, that's fantastic. God lover, that was the worst gift I ever got in my entire life. A framed picture of my brother from my mom. Like if even if like my brother wrapped up a picture of himself and gave it to me, all right, fine. That's kind of a funny prank. Right. A picture of my parents, a treasured memento. A picture of my brother from my mom? That's a middle finger. Well, we just thought he photographed better. Jeez. The hell is this? Oh, dang, that's funny. If that trip wasn't one of the most magical trips of my life, oh boy, I'd hate that trip. Oh my gosh! But what are you gonna do? That is so funny. Congratulations, Ben. Everybody oh, loves you. Everything's coming up, Ben. Must be nice. All right, should we do some history? I shouldn't have talked about that. Now I'm all sad. <laughs> and just you being you too I know that that was That probably still gets brought up I bet I had to look at it for like nine seconds Like my eyes couldn't compute What I was looking at oh, Did gosh. he get a picture of me? No <laughs> nah, That's him Alright I thought it was going to be like a picture of all of you or something No Just of Ben I, I thought to myself <laughs> You know what You're going in a crappy old home When I get the, When I get my finger on the power <laughs> All right. It was on this day in 1974, Wood. George Harrison became the first rock artist to be invited to the White House. He had lunch with President Gerald Ford. I'm like, why did they choose George Harrison? Like, one of the most forgettable Beatles there is. Yeah. Well, I'm, so I'm guessing Elvis doesn't count as a rock person because well, Elvis had because Elvis did stuff with Nixon, well, right? El- yeah, Elvis went to the White House to meet Nixon. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, well, I don't know. But Elvis went there for like DEA stuff, like right. drug enforcement. Stuff. And the funny thing is, when he's giving his speech, he's high as a kite. Right. You can just his eyes are all glossed over. He's like drooling, sweating. A bit. Yeah, and he was there to like do an anti-drug campaign. But uh, no, anyway. So that was on this day. Back in 1974, so okay. You know this song is a remake. No, I got my mind Which I like this song a lot, but it actually came out in like the 50s. It was like a doo-wop kind of song. But back in the 70s, you were probably rolling the dice, asking anyone in rock and roll to come to the White House. Yeah, yeah, a lot of drugs going on. It was on this day in 2000. Jeb Bush, who is the governor of the state of Florida, were told that just a few moments ago that Jeb Bush told his dad, former President Bush, that we won't know about Florida until at least midnight, between midnight and 1 a.m. In 2000, George W. Bush claimed the presidency 36 days after Election Day when he finally beat out Al Gore. That's when they had the whole hanging Chad thing. Yeah. That was a, what a hot mess that was. That's the funny thing. 
Every, we always think that what's happening now is so unique. It's not. But we weren't at each other's throats. No, we like weren't. Like we are now. It was, I mean, like every late night show, it was a joke that we had no idea who the president was going to be yeah. for 36 days. And then we could laugh at it for right. a moment. Now it's like, don't you dare laugh at it. Yeah. You know, this is the, everything's riding on the line. It's kind of funny to think, though, about the whole hanging Chad thing. Well, it was so ridiculous. You know, now at least everything's digital, well, or maybe not. I was going to say, is that better or yeah. worse? Who knows? I'm, I ain't talking about it, though. No, no, heck no. We don't do that here. Uh, on this day in 2009... Beyonce single ladies tops the charts. I just wanted to put that in there to put a little energy in the show. I don't know if I've ever heard a Beyonce song and I'm like, oh yeah. There's one I'm in. But then again, I doubt she's making music for you know for white you. dudes. Yeah. You know. Guys who get pictures of their brother for Christmas. Wow. Came back to it. <laughs> it's too soon. I was just getting over it. She does you know what Beyonce's song I really like? No. It's, it's one of the only ones I like is this one. It's a fun one. No, it's not. All right. <laughs> Back to the drawing board, yeah. then. Uh, that's fine. Uh, all right, let's do some birthdays real quick. Come on. Celebrating a birthday. Speaking of songs I love, my absolute favorite song right now. When I picked my daughter up from play rehearsal yesterday, it was I on the radio. And we were singing it the whole way home. I was like, it's so funny that we've bonded over Taylor Swift. This song jams, man. Now, we just found out her age the other day, didn't we? Like I, I thought I, like I said, something like twenty seven. Yeah, we thought she was like twenty eight, twenty nine. Well, she was like thirty two or something today. Thirty two. I'll say thirty. Thir- I'll say thirty two. You want to say thirty two? Yes. You're close enough to get the ding. She actually was thirty two. She turns thirty three today. That's what it was. This song is so good, dude. Oh man. I don't know if I've heard this. I, I've heard this clip of this song a hundred times from you playing it. I don't think I've heard the entire song once. So it's just such a good song, man. Okay. She deserves she deserves her success. Okay. I was kind of off the Taylor Swift train for a while when they did that little documentary about her, and she's like, "It's time for me to start talking about politics." No, it's not. No, it's not. No, no. You know it's what, Taylor? Not. Do the opposite. Yeah. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, Steve Buscemi, one of the best scenes in The Wedding Singer. I grabbed a clean part. My brother. Harold asked me to be the best man at his wedding. I was like, oh, of course, man. Because you've always been there for me. Like when I was in rehab and uh, like the time I couldn't find my car. Steve Buscemi, man. What a great guy, too. What a, uh, a goofy-looking dude, and he's made it in Hollywood. Right. But he's like a real fi- He's like a New York firefighter, isn't well, he? He showed up to 9-11. I mean, right. that's a, a, everyone kind of knows that story. Right. He was a, what was he, like a reserve firefighter, yeah. but then he saw that 9-11 happened, just showed up, jumped on a truck, and went down yeah. there and helped out. And, I mean, he was good in The Sopranos. Fargo. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about one of the great roles there is. He was good. He's 60. I'm going to say 62. Uh, you're actually a little bit low on that. He's 65. Okay. I, I, you know, I've DJed weddings with best men speeches like that. Really? Well, not all, but sometimes like the dad will get up to give a speech and he's drunk as hell. Ooh. And he'll just start get, like rambling on about like inappropriate things. It's it's really bizarre, dude. It, it definitely changes the vibe of the Did wedding. Did you play some Taylor Swift to play him off? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard this new one from me, Taylor let Swift? Let me do a favor for you here, sir. Yeah. All right. Hey. Dance floor. I saved it. Uh, and then finally, I got to be honest. Actually, no, I did know that this guy was still alive. And not only is he alive, he's thriving. It's all me pals. 
Stepping time! Stepping time! Stepping time! Dick Van Dyke, this is one of my favorite movies and one of my favorite scenes from one of my favorite. Stepping time! Stepping time! Come on, mighty stepping time! What is this from? Mary Poppins! Oh, I don't like Mary Poppins. Stepping time! Stepping time! Stepping time! Never need a reason, never need a rhyme. Stepping time! Stepping time! I mean, if we're going to be honest, Mary Poppins is a witch. She has powers. She wears black. She flies. No, she doesn't. She wears... She, she does not wear black. She, she wears does wear black. She wears red. I don't think so, man. Round the chimney, stepping tom. She does magic. She flies. the chimney, stepping tom. Yeah, sure. I'll leave my kids with this. Dude. What are we doing here? What a magical story that was, and I will not let you ruin it. But I know Dick Van Dyke is old, and he's hilarious. The Dick Van Dyke show is still funny. He's very old, and he was in the, the remake of Mary Poppins. Or not the remake, but the reboot of Mary Poppins. There was a reboot, too? Yeah. Starring, uh... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, uh... George C. Kai. No, uh... Sylvester Stallone. What's her name? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. The one from A Quiet Place. No, not A Quiet Place. What is it called? <laughs> Where she can't talk because there's a monster that hears... <laughs> the hell is her name? Carrie Underwood. She's married to Jim from The Office. John Krasinski. Married to John Krasinski. Oh, yeah. Ne- <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. I can't think of her name. <laughs> Dang it, what is her name? Anyway, how old is it? Come on, man. We're running late. We gotta move uh, Dick on. Dick Van Dyke, he's gonna be like 95. This isn't good radio. Oh, uh, you're actually low on Dang. He's 97 today. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> the hell is her name? <laughs> Miranda Lambert. <laughs> I cannot think of. I cannot think of her name. Come on, this isn't good radio. Mark takes it. If I was your brother, I'd give you a picture of me every year, probably, <laughs> so you could see the progress. Why? So you and mom can give me the same gift. Emma Blunt is that her name? Emily Blunt. Sure, we'll go with what Tracy texted him. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, come on. Let's well, get, let's get moving on. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to give you a happy birthday as well. 